This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning, winning try. To your point, I think this is the wildest game that the Ravens have been a part of this season. I mean, uh, at least one that they've come out on top in. You can make the argument that maybe that Browns game was just as wild with the way that they were able to come back. But to see the Ravens, you know, kind of fight off their demons a little bit, get the fourth quarter uh, draft that they got out of Lamar Jackson. And I think that was so good because I feel like people have forgotten how good Lamar is in the two-minute drill, how good he is in those type of game-tying or game-winning situations. This year, they haven't been in that spot a lot. Um, But if you think about Lamar historically, that's when you get the best version of him because he's using his legs more and then also looking to make plays down the field. And that's what he did uh, on Sunday as well. So um, it was just good to see the Ravens um, in a in an unusual spot. Like I said, playing from behind, they haven't really trailed at all this year. And that was one thing I had talked a lot about coming out of the bye week was that down this final stretch of these last five games, I think we're going to get a lot of questions answered about this Ravens team because they will find themselves in positions that they didn't find themselves in, in the first 12 games. And we already got a taste of that against the Rams. And look, they've got more intense matchups coming up that, that lead me to believe that this isn't going to be the only back and forth game that they have. Yeah. Um, and let's uh, expand on the offense a little bit. Um, what we saw from this offense, you know, um, how resilient they were after just really not clicking. Let's expand on that uh, part, Cordell, in terms of the offense, because this is a, a group that really shows some resiliency when it mattered the most. And I tweeted this um, on Sunday during the game, and I said, you know, we're used to defense when the offense is struggling. The defense finds a way to have the offenses back, right? This is a game where the defense didn't necessarily play well. You know, um, it's fair to say that the the concepts that Sean McVay has has been was problematic for they're elite. This, 
Yeah, it's very, very good. And, and, you know, when when he's clicking and he, I mean, Matthew Stafford, it's really hard to stop this team. Um, And so this defense struggled. And that's going to happen, right? It's football. You're going to run into guys that are going to have your number. And, And this day, the Rams had the Ravens defense number. And so my question was, maybe it was more of a challenge, Cordell. My challenge was, is this offense going to step up when their defense needs them? Because their defense has done that for them more times than not this season. Literally just a couple weeks ago in the Chargers game, we can say that about about them. When that offense really wasn't clicking on all cylinders, the defense did what they had to do to make sure that the win was sealed. But ultimately, were they going to be able to step up and find a way to win this game? And they answered my question. They found a way to come back and at least make this a a, a game where the Rams had to move down the field and and get a field goal to make this go into overtime. But that's something that we all wanted to see. And Lamar, I think I've come to the conclusion, because I think we've asked this question many times on this podcast. Why is Lamar not running like he used to? Why is, you know, what's the reason? And, And while I don't know the specific reason, I have my theories on why, but this is what I've come up with. And, and I think Sunday solidified this for me, Cordell. It's not that he won't. But I think that Lamar preserves himself on the ground for when he, when there's moments like Sunday's game where they need him on the ground to make plays that he'll do it. So what he's not going to do is do it all four quarters, right? You know, he wants to stay in the pocket. And I'm completely fine with that. But there were times in Sunday's game when you'd be like, Hmm, there, that, that would be normally a situation where Lamar would take off, but he's trying to find an open receiver. He's, you know, doing this. What I've come to the conclusion is that Lamar is really just preserving himself for when he has to take over to make sure that this team solidifies the win. Because in my opinion, when you have games like that, Lamar has to be the hero. He has to put the cape on. He has to find the way to keep the ball going to keep the chains moving. And he did that on Sunday. And he did that also with his legs in addition to his arms. And I think that that's where Lamar is when it comes to the running aspect of his game now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I I've talked about this a lot on this podcast and probably on my show as well. You know, the everybody's been looking, uh, has been talking about. You know, the Lamar hasn't been showing his legs as much as he has in the past. And I figured coming out of the bye, that was going to change. He had 11 carries for 70 yards uh, in the win over the Rams, and a lot of that damage was done in money time, in game winning time. When when they're on the two minute drive, he's t- he's taking off with his legs. He's keeping them on. Is he's picking up chunk yards? It's a, it's funny that even with Lamar running less, he still leads all quarterbacks in rushing this year. That's despite Jalen Hurts, who runs probably more than anybody. Now Jalen Hurts gets in the end zone more than any other quarterback right now. 
Uh, but you got guys like Josh Allen that are still taking off, being leaned on a lot in the run game. Lamar still is showing that he's an efficient runner. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I love the most about him. And you're right, that game against the Rams, that's the type of game that Lamar has to put the cape on and, and be Superman. And he did. And look, we could talk about how Lamar does need to get better as a as a passer on some of those deep on balls. The deep balls, those deep yeah. balls are, weren't pretty. Um, no. There's no way to go around it. Um, I'm sure the weather had somewhat of a factor. We talked to Lamar post game, and you know he talked about how he just got he gets excited, a little too excited when he sees guys streaking down the field. Um, but you know, look, they're taking the shots and they hit on them yesterday. I mean, he gets he finds likely wide open down the field. He finds Beckham wide open down the field after such a great double move by Beckham. Absolutely. And he said he ran the wrong route. He did say he ran the wrong route. Exactly. I mean, which is even more crazy. And and I think it's, I think when he says he ran the wrong route, it makes me believe that that double move wasn't supposed to be a double move. He looks like he's breaking as an in breaking route, or maybe is running a, a, a deep post or something like that. And he sees the safety bite down on it. So he just uses his instincts to go up the field. That may also explain why he had to wait for the ball the way he did because Lamar seems looks to pump fake it when Beckham is going into his initial cut. And then when Beckham turns it and goes upfield, I think Lamar has to kind of readjust on the fly and I'm I mean this is just my thinking but watching the rewatching the play, it looks like maybe Lamar is trying to get the ball there all of a sudden because Beckham did change his route on the fly. But look, credit to him for a finding Beckham and Beckham for seeing the open area um and getting there. First of all, that's just such a veteran move. Second, it, it shows you this is this number one, this is how Beckham has gone his whole career. Beckham has always been known as a freelancer when it comes to his route running. I I probably need to ask that this week how much he's done that this year because throughout his career that's been one of the knocks on him is that he doesn't stick to the script of the play. He kind of goes out there and just does what he wants. Um, so I am curious to see if he's able to do that in this offense. But it, it does show you that he and Lamar are somewhat on the same page for them to hit on a play where Beckham is basically calling his own audible on the fly. Um, but yeah, the, the ones to Bateman are concerning uh, at this point. it's Lamar and Bateman's connection is officially concerning. I mean, wh- how long are we going to let this go before we just – you know, abandon the, oh, well, they'll get it together or, right. you know, they got, the reality is they don't have the chemistry that they, that they should have at this point. And yep. that's kind of out of their hands. They both miss a, has missed a substantial amount of time throughout their, uh, throughout the last three years, really throughout Bateman's career specifically. Bateman hasn't been able to, it's ironic. This is the healthiest Bateman's been in his career this year. Um, and so you, he, he's at his healthiest, but Lamar's connection with, with Zay and his connection with, with uh, uh, Odell, and I would argue his connection with Nelson Aguilar is stronger oh, yeah, than sure. his connection is with Rashad Bateman right now. So it's just it's unfortunate because I, I do think Bateman is a heck of a talent, but he doesn't do himself a disservice when he's halfway running routes down the field. And, and then you've got times where Lamar's missing him down the field, whether it's him overthrowing them or underthrowing them 
or simply not throwing him the ball at all. It was times in the game against the Rams where Bateman had beat his guy and didn't get the ball thrown to him. And so not to make it an excuse for him, but just looking at the humanistic side of it and getting in Bateman's mind, that may be one of the reasons why he's slowing down on some of those routes because he's not expecting to get the ball. I I, I tell people this all the time. Wide receivers are running 30 to 50 routes a game and probably get the ball thrown to them four or five times. It's hard to stay engaged. Now they should stay engaged on each one of those routes. Yes, absolutely. But it's tough. It's tough to push yourself to run full speed on all of those routes, knowing that you may not end up getting the ball. So, um, but I look, I, I thought Lamar was on point. You're not, you look around the NFL reader. It's only, I can really only name, what, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and that's probably about it in terms of offenses that are smooth. Smooth offenses for four quarters. Those are yeah. the only offenses in the league that I that I watch and say that they're that they really are sharp all the way through. So the Ravens having their misses here and there and having their moments to where it just looks ugly and then they can turn it around and put it all together for a drive here and there. That's just who they are. And really, you look around the league. That's what the league is right now. I agree with you. I, I don't really know what the Rashad Bateman situation is now. Look. Lamar under threw that one pass, and that was mm-hmm. a, the interception. And that's not on Bateman, but I think a lot of people had an issue with his lack of effort, like after the catch was made. The first one, in terms of when he runs down the it, he's kind of lollygagging, and then he realizes, oh, the ball is coming to me. And right. then, you know, you know, runs and, and gets the effort. That one, I think, was a makeup throw. I, I, because the, the, the interception earlier, was a throw. the, the the one the the one that not that not the one that got intercepted but the one that he threw to Bateman down the field and Bateman kind of was jogging and looked back that up happened, that happened first and right. then the interception happened no I, yeah that. I say that that one was a makeup throw because Bateman was open maybe a right. play or two before and he didn't get I the see. ball down gotcha. the field so I mean gotcha. I don't know this for sure but just when I watched it live it to me it felt like a, a makeup throw. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And so they'll figure it out. And look, everybody didn't play sharp yesterday. Zay Flowers had a drop yesterday. Odell had a drop yesterday. Guys were missing opportunities yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it it mattered most, they came up and they found a way to be consistent and move the ball down the field. And that's the part that I really loved about seeing this team when, when it's on the line, you know, absolutely they found a way to win let's flip it over hold on one thing I'm, I'm sorry one thing uh because uh the offensive line played really good and we've talked a lot about how bad the offensive line has been or not necessarily bad but inconsistent and yeah. you had a you had a tackle rotation yesterday a pretty big one um because Makari is going in for Stanley what felt like every other series and Far Lele is rotating for Morgan Moses in the game as well. And I thought I thought all of them really played well. You didn't hear much from Aaron Donald in the game. He had his moments to where he's getting closer. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's because they was doubling, triple-teaming him. That's oh, why yeah. you they, they, much they, they definitely did everything they could. But right. Aaron Donald is such a freak of nature. It was times in the game where – he, you could tell, all right, it's, it's, it, this is a big play in the game. These are big moments in the game. And that's what 99 is saving his energy for. And to kind of watch him 
at times dominate people. And yeah, he may not get the sack, but you know, he's almost there. He's getting the pressure just as a fan of the game. Uh, that, that, that dude is, uh, out of this world. 